I don't see with anabolic steroids, like the interesting things that I see is like, I don't think people understand how they work still. I think that people think that um, they're an incredible Hulk drug. Like you take it and then you transform and then, you know, and you rage out in the streets and like you inject it and like. Fire! I'm a Sacramento, California! Woo! What you gonna do? Better. Stronger. Son of a bitch. Faster. Oh yeah! We had that, I, you know, remember I told you this, uh, I told you this last, uh, maybe last week i i you know i i just butchered your expression which is what i do with everything but i said kill your most dangerous enemy first right what's the right way to say it well that actually is a great way to say it kill them yeah but the way that i was saying it was um you need to fix your addictions in the order that they're killing you yes right i mean that's kind of the same concept mine was just specifically about addiction but yours actually makes the most sense anyway right like you would it's like in a video game you got to kill you want to kill the most imposing bad guy first that's that can kill you right like you don't want to try to shoot all the little guys they're they're like pests you know and i i brought this up too because i was really getting on her about her mobility like dude you need to start doing your stretching you know she hurt her neck like a year ago and you know she's a woman so she's Pumped over, she's working nurses, you know, women get that bad posture if they're not real intentional about it. And I said, dude, you gotta, you just really gotta work on your uh, mobility. And I was saying like, hey, I've made big gains. Did you actually call her dude when you said it? I do, I call her dude or babe or mama. Yeah, I like mama, hey mama. I I do call her mama a lot. It's probably my preferred uh, nickname for her. But I, I said like, I've really, the last like nine months maybe, I've put trying to fix my hips, my hip mobility and my lower back mobility. It's been something really important. And I was like, I was like, you know, I said, I know that this thing, this thing, it's, it's one of those things where you don't realize you're in trouble. And then with your mobility, once you realize you're in trouble, it's, it's a, it's a long road back. She's like, Hey, I'm working on my diet. I'm doing my morning walks. I'm doing some, uh, doing her circuit training. She's like I'm getting there. I'm getting there. So any, you know, that's what, like anything I can do to just free up her time a little bit. To give her the enthusiasm and energy to do to chase her dreams outside of being a good nurse, I think that's important. So yeah, yeah. Performance enhancing drugs, Russell. I got some right here. This is uh, some mind bullet. I love performance enhancing drugs. I got coffee, <laughs> yeah. right, and I got kratom right here, which I'm going to take right now on camera. Yeah. Mindbullet.com/backslash Chris Bell if you want to get a shot of the most. Amazing performance-enhancing supplement in the world. And while I, <clears throat> whoa, while I love performance-enhancing drugs, do they belong in the military? That's the question today. So I have a clip that I sent you. Maybe you can pull it up. Yeah, let me get it up for you. Some of the most elite warriors, the Navy SEALs, and their training is extreme and intense. Well, now after the death of one of its recruits, the New York Times is reporting on a both dangerous and sometimes deadly training culture that involves brutality, even drugs. Chief Global Affairs correspondent Martha Raddatz with more. 
Stunning allegations rocking one of the most elite military units in the world, the Navy SEALs. A New York Times investigation finding widespread use of performance-enhancing drugs among SEAL trainees determined to make the cut to become one of the few to make it through the SEAL selection. According right, to the so Times, uh, a Navy... Let's talk about this a little bit. This is really interesting. Yeah. So um, the New York Times came out with a big article saying that um, this one Navy SEAL just recently died. I guess there's been probably uh, 11 deaths in the past uh, decade. Maybe so, like over ten years, ten deaths, maybe a death a year, maybe in the Navy SEALs um, training, you know, mm -hmm. which is kind of a lot, you know. I mean, that's <laughs> for people to actually die in a train. A lot of people drop out of the training, you know, um, but to have people actually, you know, die in the um, training for it, it, it is pretty wild. What these guys undergo is insane, and we know some Navy SEALs. And the, just the stuff they can do with their body is absolutely incredible. And I think we, we need people like that. Um, but to have people like that and not have them burning the candle at both ends all the time, um, should they be able to use steroids, you know? Should, it be a, should there be a program, perhaps? Should there be something that would allow these guys to perform at the elite level they perform that doesn't mess with their mindset, that doesn't mess with, you know, their their health, that's not gonna kill them because they're doing it illegally. I would I would venture to say they would be much healthier if, for example, the Navy SEALs hired Merrick Health. I'm not saying specifically Merrick Health, but like imagine if um imagine if Merrick Health was working with the US Navy SEALs to optimize all their hormones and um, blood lipid levels and, uh, you know, every, every biomarker that would make you an elite warrior, it seems like we would be, we would be much better off with the health of, you know, of our soldiers. You know, I, I know I've seen clips of Dr. Dom Agostino talking Agostino, about do, yeah. doing uh, some research and programs for the the navy seals and probably beyond a probably, lot of underwater stuff probably the groups that we don't even hear about and things like that it would be it would almost feel like irresponsible if they didn't i would imagine behind the scenes i mean i don't know what have you well what it sounds like here is that the these are just like young like young kids just getting into the seals and they're like hey i'm just you know diving into this and i don't know if i'm going to make it through hell week so i need some steroids right mm -hmm. and and like rather than um Rather than kids, and you still might get people jumping to do that. They're, think about it. You're auditioning for something. So it's like uh, if you were to try out for the NFL and you knew how the testing worked and, like, you got tested, and then there's a window of, like, a couple weeks where you could use drugs and still go to the combine, wouldn't you still use drugs and go to the combine? Yeah. I mean, why wouldn't you? Yeah. I don't think they test, like, before and after. So it's like you, you could technically, um, you know, get your drug tests and then take a bunch of quick acting drugs to get a little bit stronger. It wouldn't help like super, you know, it wouldn't help so much that it'd be crazy, but it would definitely help, mm -hmm. you know? So I, I think that like what we're getting here is like the young kids that are just recruited in, they're trying to use steroids to get through hell week. The problem is that the kid that died, died of pneumonia and it had like zero to do 
with the so-called performance-enhancing drugs. But when they found the kid dead and they went to his footlocker, they found drugs in there. Now, on this video, the mother actually says, um, my son would never use drugs. They must have been somebody else's. You know, they must have belonged to, you know, one some of the people he was associating with or whatever. So you have, like, complete denial from the mom. She's like, he was, a, you know, a natural athlete. And, I, I mean, she could be telling the truth or she'd be telling the truth as much as she knows. Like, mm -hmm. you know, when we did Bigger, Stronger, Faster, there's my sweet mom going, my boys would never take steroids. They're right. good They're right. good boys. Not to be cynical, but there might be some life insurance implications involved with his death as oh, well. Oh, maybe, maybe. Not, you know, not to be cynical. Yeah, so maybe maybe you don't want to admit to any drugs or any... Uh, there was There were no drugs found in his system, though. So that sort of backs what the mom is saying. Mm -hmm. Um... There was nothing found in the system. I don't know how deep those tests run. Like, are they running tests for Anavar? You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. like what? Like what kind? So they found no drugs in the system. But what drugs do they test for? When, like, I don't know if they did a full um, anabolics panel on them. I, I would imagine they would test for heroin, cocaine. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Certain drugs. Mm -hmm. uh, but I, I don't know that they would test for you know, be able to test for steroids or anything like that um, in that immediate of a of a test. But I'm not sure. I'd have to, have to look, look is, into it deeper. Is, man, forgive me if I'm wrong, but isn't it sort of known that these fighter pilots and long-range bomber pilots? So that's what I was going to say. They they used Adderall. So they used performance-enhancing drugs when you're, you're talking about fighter pilots. Mm -hmm. um, actually, there's a scene in Bigger, Stronger, Faster where all the fighter pilots talk about taking amphetamines mm -hmm. and flying the planes. And it's not just that they allow it, they require it. Mm -hmm. They don't require that you take the pill, but they require that you have the pills on board. And that's really interesting because it's like you have all these people like, ah, oh, you know, they, they definitely shouldn't, you know, take steroids. And it's like, well, yeah, amphetamines, I mean, you're up in a plane for 10 hours and you can't fall asleep. So we need these guys on amphetamines you know otherwise there's no other way to you know no another way to do this um i don't see with anabolic steroids like the interesting things that i see is like i don't think people understand how they work still i think that people think that um they're an incredible hulk drug like you take it and then you transform and then you know and you rage out in the streets and like you inject it and like ah you know like and like it is such a slow acting pain in the ass process i mean you know how hard it is uh anybody out there that's tried to build muscle naturally mm -hmm. um knows how hard it is and this sort of um gives it that kick in the ass and you would but your hopes and dreams of how much it would give you a kick in the ass is not nearly what you think it's going to be because you see all these guys that are super jacked and you think oh boy and guys just not a bunch of shit and maybe he is on a bunch of shit, but you still have to put in all that hard work. There's just no other way around it, you know? Um, some people have genetics to have bigger, you know, fuller muscles and all that stuff. But I think that um, people don't understand that, like, steroids are a, a long process of a drug. You know, it takes a long time for these things to get in your system and actually work and actually make a difference. And it's, like, weeks at a time. It's never just, like you know, flash in the pan. So, you know, my opinion on, on all this is I think that the military 
should find ways that people could use um, some of these drugs, you know, to our advantage. You know, if you have soldiers and they're running around out there with uh, 400 testosterone, wouldn't it be better if they were at 1,000? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not sure, but that's the answer. I mean, these are soldiers that are tired, overworked, you know, exo- I mean, their, their testosterone is going to tank just under the load of living, right? Yeah. So if they're, you know, quote-unquote downrange doing door kicking, it it seems. Well, it's interesting because, like, you like they're, you might not feel bad having a testosterone of, like, 400 or even, even 200. It might not feel that bad. But if you, if you feel how you felt on, like, 200 as compared to when it's at 1,000, then you would notice. Mm. And you'd be like, oh, wow, that does make a difference. Like, you do feel more optimal. You do feel like things are easier. So I think that that's something that um, the military should definitely be looking into so that they don't end up, um, you know, behind the times, basically. Mm-hmm. I always say this because, like, I feel about, like, this with the uh, NFL and other professional sports like the UFC. It's like if you're not going to allow steroids in a certain way, like if you're just going to completely – get rid of them mm-hmm. you're gonna have an audience mm-hmm. that's all jacked and tan with perfect teeth and perfect hair mm-hmm. and everything because they've got all the enhancements mm-hmm. and then the guys in the ring are gonna be puny mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what yeah. i mean because yeah. because everybody in the crowd's allowed to get whatever they want right. done to them right. but the guys fighting aren't you know right. and so you're it's it's almost weird how as an athlete you're not afforded these advantages that would really only benefit an athlete just something just a little side note and i i'm Pretty certain of what I'm about to tell you. Four, five, six years ago, I was on a Facebook group regarding TRT when I was just first starting to kind of get curious and look into it. And I'm pretty certain that there was a lot of veterans that said that they could get prescribed TRT through the VA. I, I believe you can. So, I mean, so so the... At yeah, some point, yeah, what are, we, what are we doing here? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's really interesting, actually. Yeah, like, what are we doing here? Like, you can't have that to get into the Navy, but you have to get out. Like... Once you get out and and you're older, then you can have it. And it's like, I just think we we need to stop looking at this. Um, you know, uh, yeah, when you're young, your testosterone's high and and you don't need it. And then I I think we should look more at um, what are optimal testosterone levels. Does it matter if it's like if it's 400 and you feel great? Does it matter or should we? push it to a thousand would you be a better human you know I, <laughs> yeah. but no i, I really want to yeah. know i mean yeah. I'm, I'm more interested in uh in finding out for people's health and for people's longevity like mm-hmm. is it better or is it that analogy of like running the engine too hot you know are we running the engine too hot at a thousand um and then our bodies break down because our bodies can't actually handle it mm-hmm. you know we can only ask the body to do so much and we can only optimize it uh so much before the wheels fall off you know perfect analogy and i think that that's that's another interesting thing we we should look at but you know when you're asking people to join the navy seals and you talk to these people about what they do for their training and they have these uh one of the most like famous things they showed it in that little video clip that we showed is like they like tie their hands behind their back and they make them like bob in water for like an hour or something like that. Like, and you, you got to just not drown, you know? And, um, I think when you're, when you're asking people to do things like that, and then you're telling them, but you have to do it all naturally. 
there's no way that you can enhance this. There's no way that you, you know, that you can uh, cheat this. I mean, that's going to make it really hard. So maybe they're, um, if they're not going to allow the drugs, maybe they need to look at what their standards are. And uh, I know a lot of people get mad, like, well, they shouldn't lower their, you know, standards and, and blah, blah, blah. But just ask, like, is all that stuff actually necessary? I don't know. I don't know what they actually do out in the field. So, like, is that all actually necessary to get the job done? Or is it archaic and old and outdated and uh, we have better ways to train nowadays? You know, I think, like, we do evolve and get smarter, but sometimes we're stuck in this idea that it's got to be old school and, and really hard. Um, but I look at it like efficiency. Like if you could train, if there was a way to train better, um, maybe we should be looking at that too. You mm -hmm. know? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, it's, it's interesting to me that people get up in arms over um, Navy SEALs taking steroids when you – and, and they, the same thing with the police force, right? Like the police aren't allowed to take steroids. They're not supposed to take steroids. But I, in my opinion, I think that they should. They should be allowed to. Um, I don't think anybody should abuse steroids by any means. And I don't think like cops should be out there injecting willy-nilly whatever they want. But I do think they should be allowed to uh, go to a clinic of their choice or whatever. And I do believe that they should actually have that paid for as well. Chris, how many decades before some Boston Dynamics dog robot is in there with rifles on its side just doing all that dirty work to begin with. Like the air of human contact is probably vastly closing, I would imagine. Yeah. Because at some point I think are going to take over a lot of that. And is that going to get rid of the um, racism? <laughs> that's a crazy – like, you know, it's like that. that's an interesting uh, – Interesting thought is yeah. if like the if the um, if the officer can't make a decision, you know, I was thinking more military, but as far as police for enforcement, yeah, just an AI that just recognizes that, uh, this Recognize AI doesn't see crime this and... AI doesn't see race or gender, it just <laughs> yeah. sees just sees crime. Yeah. Drop it. Dead or alive, you are coming with me. Absolutely. So, uh, so yeah, that's, I mean, that's basically all I have to say about this, uh, this subject. I just wanted to go over it cause I thought it was really interesting yeah, that's great. that, um, you know, a kid dies of pneumonia and all of a sudden they launch like a steroid investigation and steroids have such a bad stigma, but we need to turn that around. We need to make the stigma that like testosterone is good for men. Men need testosterone. We shouldn't be fearing testosterone and we shouldn't even be fearing estrogen because we need a healthy balance of uh, estrogen to testosterone uh, as well. And a lot of us just like cover it up. A lot of the foods that we that we eat today, this is why I push it so important to stick to a, you know, a healthy diet, in my opinion, like mainly meat and fruit, because these things like meat and fruit don't block these hormones like testosterone, they actually improve it. Um, eating things like butter, you know, uh, 
having things with like fat in it, cholesterol, eggs, and things like that will help boost your testosterone levels. So I think that, um, you know, going the other way and going uh, plant-based and all that other stuff is not the way to go. You know, I think we need to eat nutrient-rich uh, foods that can, that can build our bodies and then um, also be smart enough to look at what the the right drugs and right supplements are for those bodies. And it, if anybody wants to get their blood work done, get checked out, uh, you can do what I do. You can go to MerrickHealth.com and type in bore and you get 10% off your labs and all that good stuff. Um, if you guys want to get the Mind Bullet that I was drinking earlier, uh, you can go to MindBullet.com backslash Chris Bell and order Mind Bullet, which is a Kratom product, which seems to help a lot of people with pain, anxiety, depression. And I also have a code for Piedmontese Beef. If you want to check that out, go to PiedmonteseBeef.com. They have beef that is about 50% leaner than anything else on the market. A typical ribeye has about 60 grams of fat. A typical Piedmontese ribeye has about 30 grams of fat and is much more tender and much more juicy and delicious. Uh, it's a special breed of cattle that is unlike anything that you've ever had. Super tender, super juicy, and you can save 25% off all of Piedmontese beef by using the code BOR at Piedmontese.com. All that stuff is available in the link in my bio, at Big Strong Fast on Instagram, and you guys can send me DMs there if you have any questions. See you later. Morning out of Sacramento, California. What you gonna do? Better. Stronger. Son of a bitch. Faster. Oh, yeah.